Partners in Ministry, a presentation of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation, dedicated to growing ministry support networks, introducing people to a cause that connects with their heart, bringing hope and encouragement to our communities as we seek together to serve as Christ served. Welcome to Partners in Ministry. I'm your host, Dan Smith, and today I'll be talking with Arlen Dulesky. Arlen is the founder of Providential Homes Incorporated. Today, we're going to discuss what is Providential Homes, how and why it was started, and how we can support their work. Welcome, Arlen, and thank you for joining me today. Thanks. Uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm excited about this interview. It's just, I think people are going to be surprised what's going on here. So most of our listeners will have no clue what Providential Homes is. So let's just start right at the very beginning. What is Providential Homes? Providential Homes is a ministry to, uh, in a sense, give people a second chance, uh, to give an opportunity where they normally wouldn't have it. We want to find uh, dwellings that need to be refurbished, remodeled, and then uh, get families into them so that uh, they can get in at a reasonable price uh, and then find a way to pay us back whatever we have into them and then become homeowners and then start to feel that sense of uh, self-worth, self-pride in moving forward. Okay. So um, unlike uh, free housing or rent-free this or whatever, the, the goal is ultimately for whoever it is that you're serving to end up be the homeowner? Yes, that's our, that's our practice. Uh, and there have been some that have come in, uh, been a part, and then for various reasons, had to move on, do something else. And so then we just offer it to someone else. Sure, sure. So what's the scope of the area that you're serving? I mean, how far from, from the new Providence do you go, north, south, east, west? Well, right now we've just uh, got a house and uh, some projects in New Providence, but we've gone to Eldora. So nine miles, we've uh, been in contact with folks in Union and uh, just haven't found any house to... Uh, satisfy our needs or someone else's. Sure. So I, that was my next question I was going to ask you. So how do you find out about homes, possible homes to go ahead and and, uh, and, and, and redo for people? Mostly it's word of mouth. And uh, there are a few folks that know about us. Uh, for instance, one of them was a fire damaged house and the owner was not going to be able to get things out of it that they wanted to. And uh, so we're going to get some insurance money, but they weren't going to be able to put it back where they wanted to. And so they gave it to us. Okay. Uh, so we've had five houses, four of them, we have started at zero, which means the homeowners have given them to us. And uh, then the other one we bought for $4,000 and then moved on from there. And you can kind of understand that the ones that were given to us, were ones that should be given to us because they were in condition that they needed to sure. uh, have a lot of work done to build them up so people could be in them. Yeah. So it sounds like there's two really positive things that are going on here. One, uh, people are getting an opportunity, like you said, to have a second chance to be a homeowner mm -hmm. and to have their own home. But the other is, is that you're taking what would normally kind of sit and be an eyesore or be kind of a point right. of danger in a community. And now you're revitalizing it and making it really something beautiful in, in, in the, in the, in the location. Right. We've had uh, several comments from neighbors uh, thanking us for making an improvement because any improvement made on that house made their house look better and made the neighborhood look better. So it does have a rippling effect, if you want to say that, and makes people feel better about those coming in. 
Sure. Well, this has definitely got to be a God thing. So tell me, how in the world did he get you started on this adventure? Well, uh, way back uh, 2008, let's say, uh, being pastor at Honey Creek in Providence, one of our parishioners was a first grade teacher over in the uh, school system. And we were talking and she said to me that one of her students came to her and said that she and her family were living out of a car in Eldora. Mm. And for me, that hit me so hard because that happens in New York and Chicago and Detroit. You know, people live in their cars. I can understand that, but not Eldora, Iowa, that certainly something should be done. So we set out to try to find a way to provide housing for such individuals. Um, And that's what we're seeking to do is to find folks that would be homeless uh, without the the help of someone else. And some of it came from the fact that uh, my own journey uh, was with a parent, a father who was an alcoholic. So we moved and we moved and we moved and we moved, but there was always a place for us. And uh, one of them didn't have indoor plumbing and other things. Uh, none of the amenities that my uh, teen or teenage sister would need, but fine for me. And we lived there, but there was always something over my head. And I thought certainly we can provide that for people, at least that a child will at least have a roof over their head and some security. And that's what they need in this day and age, I think. Great. So once again, uh, most of the most meaningful ministries that I've ever been associated with or have been a part of have all started out of a need that came to the person rather than come up with a good idea. And mm-hmm. so it sounds like that's exactly what happened, that there was a real need right. uh, that came to the church. You have to be pastoring that church and mm-hmm. uh, God gave you the means to to do something. That must have felt awesome. It's awesome to see other people catch the vision, or in that case, our very first house was someone heard about what we were going to do and said, well, here, here's a house. Wow. And uh, it was probably the best house that we've ever taken. (laughs) And uh, it took us a while just to get a few things in. And while we were in the process, we provided shelter for a woman and her two daughters that were in an abusive situation and they just needed security and safety. And so we provided that they weren't going to be part of the program, but uh, they were willing to live in the mess that we were remodeling. And uh, we got them out of a dangerous situation. Well, obviously you can't do this on your own. Um, (laughs) I I do know you and I do know you were capable of some amazing things, but there's no way you could pull this off by yourself. So tell us a little bit about your team. How does, how does this come together from the point of, okay, we've got this house and now we're gonna now we're gonna make it livable, right? Uh, you start checking around, and in a way, you check with uh, those folks that are retired. Uh, there are a few folks that come in and they take time off their jobs, but a uh, lot of skilled labor out there, and a lot of great hearts that are willing to do whatever they can, and so. We started talking about it and then individuals stepped forward. Well, I can do this. I know a little electrical. I know a little bit about that. And so it was generally folks from Honey Creek, New Providence that helped out, but then expanded to uh, some Catholic folks and some Baptist folks and, you know, and an atheist folk. So just folks that are wanting to help. Um, And that's where 
we are blessed to have uh, diversity there as far as different religions, different types of folks, but different types of skills that help us out in uh, the many challenges that we come up against. Yeah. Well, with us publishing this on on the internet and some of the uh, social media and stuff that's going to go out, there's going to probably be one or two people that go, hey, this is pretty cool. Um, So if I wanted to donate building materials, or if I wanted to make my skills available to you, how would I go about connecting with you to let you know that I have an interest in helping? Oh, I would think let's start with just uh, giving my phone number, uh, 641-858-6773. And that would be the start. Uh, We are thinking that we need to do a little bit more in the technological world. We're uh, exploring the idea of a website so that people can see what we're doing. And yet we're trying to think, how do we do that sensitively, uh, showing folks where it was that they were living and how it's changing. And uh, again, not trying to embarrass them or, or saying, well, look what we've done for you. So we're still uh, trying to get that website figured out. Sure. So, so right now, phone call be the number one way. Um, sure. You'll also see on the screen we, we we've got the contact information for the foundation. Uh, if you having a problem oh, yeah. connecting, by all means, call us and we'll get a hold yeah. of. We know Arlen really well and, and his team, and we can uh, make sure that you get connected to help that way. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the recipients. Is there a, a process, or is there? Uh, uh, how do you how do you qualify people in terms of saying yeah this this is going to be a good fit for us for what we're trying to accomplish because it could be open to abuse it, oh yes um, we again do it by word of mouth and in no there I mean there was uh, one instance where we try to do it just by Holy Spirit's leading uh, because there are many needs out there Dan and. People call and people contact us. And in one situation, we thought, well, this is right. This feels right. And perhaps it could have been, but things changed in time. And uh, then they dropped out of the program. Others, again, we think through God's leading, come to us. Uh, For instance, I was driving down the road and I knew of this one person. I gave her a call just wondering how things were. And said, hey, we're going to have a house available in a while. What do you think? And she said, you won't believe this, but in two weeks, I will not have a house. And so that's the fun affirmation that we're doing the right thing. But it also indicates that, yeah, there's a lot of need out there. We could have five houses filled right now. But getting them is the situation that we're in trying to find that ground floor number so that when we start adding in repairs and professional services and other things that we don't get to the point where we're saying, okay, you can come in and when you pay us back $50,000, you can have this house. Mm -hmm. The top dollar that we've had to uh, put forward to someone is 25. That's not bad. Well, and then uh, we're offering it just pay us as you can. It's no no interest uh, to them. Of course, when taxes come around or property insurance comes around, that's added to the debit side. But whenever they can pay us off, whatever we have on the debit side, 
then it's theirs. We we're not trying to make any money. We're just trying to keep things going. A cash flow is nice that we're at a point now that we probably could buy a house for $10,000, but then that starts <laughs> the process already and makes it look like, well, that's a lot of money for me to come up with. Well, if there's no interest, if you understand that, you can get into a house pretty cheap. And even if it's a $30,000 house or $40,000 house, you can pay that off. Sure, sure. If uh, I was interested in making a cash donation uh, to to the ministry, uh, how would I go about doing that? Uh, again, you can just contact me or uh, send it to Providential Homes. And the address is 30373 County Highway S57, New Providence, Iowa, 50206. Awesome. And again, you can also send that through the, through the foundation too. And we right. would also make sure that that money gets, uh, gets uh, over to providential homes as, as well. So, um, well, Arlen, I just really want to thank you for taking the time to let us know, uh, you know, what you're doing. Uh, if you're out there and you know of someone who could really use this type of assistance, especially if they live uh, in the Hardin County area, be sure and contact uh, Arlen or the foundation and we'll get you guys connected. If you'd like to help out by volunteering your trade skills, again, you've got the contact information here. If you got building materials, uh, you know, maybe you're one of these contractors and you got some, you got some plywood and some windows right. and whatever that's left over from yep. a project and you're yep. trying to figure out what to do with it. Hey, make a donation either to the foundation or to Providential Homes directly. And we will make sure you get the tax credit for it as mm -hmm. well as those materials get over, get over to them. Uh, but the, probably the most important thing I'd encourage you to do is to pray. I hope yeah. you picked up that, that there really is a reliant on the Holy spirit to identify who has the need and, and then be able to provide something for them. That's affordable. That gets them a second chance on their way to a meaningful and a fulfilling uh, life as, as a homeowner. And uh, you will not believe the, uh, the encouragement that that gives the recipients. So Arlen, thank you so much for being with me. I really appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. Thanks for your time. You bet. Hey, if you've got any questions or if you'd like to learn more about Providential Homes, you can see their contact information here on the screen. You can also find it on the show notes for this episode on our website, or you can see it in the description of this YouTube video. On behalf of Arlen Daleski, Providential Homes and Partners in Ministry, Thank you for joining me today, and until next time, let's get out there and serve as Christ serves. This has been a presentation of Partners in Ministry, a podcast of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation. To learn more and see the show notes for this and other episodes, visit our website. To stay informed of up and coming broadcasts, subscribe to our e-newsletter. To invest in our mission, donate today.